November election predictions, he gets us, and Super Bowl parade shooting. Some of the things we're going to be talking about today on the Doc Washburn Show. That's me. I'm Doc Washburn. So I'm not really good at making predictions, but a lot of other people are, and I try to read and think about the points that other people are making. I remember when I first got to Little Rock, Arkansas in July of 2014, people used to call me and with a sense of dread would tell me that Hillary Clinton was going to be elected president November 2016. There's nothing anybody could do about it. They had seen up close what Bill and Hillary had done to the state of Arkansas for many years, and they were resigned to their fate. And the lo and behold, uh, Donald Trump came down the golden escalator about a year later and said, hey, I'm running for president. And I remember very clearly, eight days out from Election Day 2016, I announced on my local radio talk show in Little Rock, Arkansas, you know, he, he actually could pull this thing out. He might actually pull this thing out. And um, I think a lot of people in this country had prayed for God's grace and mercy because they knew how horrible a Hillary Clinton presidency would be for us. So anyway, we we have a couple of people who have some pretty compelling and interesting things to say. We'll get to Victor Davis Hanson in just a little bit. But I want to start off with uh, Mark McKeithron, also a conservative on, on social media. And he's reacting to a poll taken recently, Ipsos Reuters poll. And, and you know how it is with polls. Um, people believe that the polls that say things they don't like are fake news, whereas on the other, other hand, the polls that confirm what they do like and what they believe and what they want to happen, well, those are the real polls, Okay. And all of us, from one one time or another, are uh, are surprised when the polls are right or the polls are wrong. Anyway, Ipsos Reuters poll: If all other things were equal, would you vote for Donald Trump for president in 2024 if he has been convicted of a felony crime by a jury? Five percent of Democrats say yes, we would vote for him. 90% said, no, we wouldn't. 5% were like, huh, I don't know. Republicans. Only 51% of Republicans say they would vote for Donald Trump. 24% said they would not. 25% said they don't know. Among independents, only 17% would vote for Donald Trump if you had been convicted of a felony. 51% would not vote for Donald Trump. 31% say they don't know. The other question is, if all other things were equal, would you vote for Donald Trump for president in 2024 if he was currently serving time in prison? Again, the same numbers for Democrats, 5% yes, 90% no, 5% don't know. Numbers are worse among Republicans than they were for the first question. 43% said they would vote for him. 32% said they wouldn't. 24% said they don't know. And the numbers among independents are about the same. 18% would vote for him, 52% would not, and 30% don't know. 
And see, the problem here is that if Donald Trump goes to trial in front of a jury in Washington, D.C., uh, comprised of a jury pool that voted for Joe Biden 93%, uh, they don't need any evidence that he actually committed a crime. Uh, they want to put him in, a, in an orange jumpsuit. They want to put him in prison. And all they need is for him to get in that courtroom with charges on him. They don't need evidence, okay? I'm just telling you. They don't need evidence. They, uh, they recently gave a couple of guys 22 years each in federal prison on January 6th charges, a couple of guys who were nowhere near the Capitol on January 6th, 2021. So that's what you're dealing with. All right, so Mark McKeithron looks at this poll with the two questions on it and has looked at other polls and says poll after poll after poll has made this clear. The reason Democrats want Trump to win the Republican primary, in other words, to be the Republican nominee, is so they can convict him as a felon after that and then take the presidency away from him. He says Trump supporters have been the Democrats' so-called useful idiots and have been played like a fiddle. Trump loses 25 to 30% of the freaking GOP if he is convicted. Over half the independents will bail when, when he is convicted. Now, again, this is Mark McKeithron's prediction. This is his opinion. I'm just sharing that with you, and then we're going to get to Victor Davis Hanson. He says there is simply no path to the White House when Trump becomes a convicted felon, none. They dropped those indictments right at the start of the primary season to intentionally create a rally around Trump and stop the Democrats' biggest fear, which is Ron DeSantis, and it worked. Trump supporters fell for it, and they helped them. Now we watch this play out. We're already seeing what happens down ballot with Trump at the top. The down ballot is crumbling. MAGA has handed Democrats their largest landslide victory in history. And I'll be there to tell them we were the only America first option. They chose Trump over America. I need some popcorn. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty rough. By the way, uh, President Trump, they're uh, coming up with new leadership for the Republican National Committee, and he wants his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, to be um, co-chair of the Republican National Committee, and she was interviewed just a couple of days ago saying that if she is co-chair of the RNC, she will make sure that every penny that is contributed to the RNC goes to the only thing that matters, and that is reelecting Donald Trump. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, now, wait a minute. Some congressional candidates might need help because even if he were to be reelected, if we lose the House and don't take back the Senate, what's he going to be able to accomplish? So, you know, the RNC ordinarily would give money to uh, Republican candidates for Congress also. Perhaps... Not often candidates as conservative as we want, but still, you, you, you see where I'm going with this. All right, the great Victor Davis Hanson, who I used to see on uh, Fox News on a regular basis back when I used to watch Fox News, he's got this article out entitled, 
there are only two things that can stop the re-election of Donald Trump. I saw that title. I thought, well, now that's interesting. What, 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 uh, what does Victor Davis Hanson have to say? Well, he says the Biden news cycle is disastrous and unending. A perfect storm of his failures abroad, disaster at the border, and reasons why sky-high prices nullify the Bidenomics hype. The bad news is interspersed with fallout from the special counsel's damning report. By the way, by the way, it did come out probably after Victor Davis Hanson wrote this. You know, Biden the other day was saying in his um, hastily called press conference, how dare special counsel Robert Hur bring up the death of his son, Bo. He was furious. He was so insulted. As if I wouldn't know what year my son died. Well, it turns out NBC News now reporting special counsel Robert Hur, when he interviewed Joe Biden for five hours, never brought up the death of Biden's son. Biden brought it up. And when you think about it, he wrote a book which had a whole lot to do with the death of his son. Wasn't the book called Promise Me, Dad? Because the idea was that Bo made him promise he'd run for president. And so a lot of the uh, investigation of the special counsel had to do with uh, Biden voluntarily giving classified information or at least giving access to classified information to his ghostwriter. Classified information that Biden could not legally possess in the first place. So Biden just furious at his press conference the other night. How dare he bring up the death of my son? Well, he didn't. You did. Anyway, back to Victor Davis Hanson. He says, the bad news is interspersed with fallout from the special counsel's damning report. Panicked Democrat grandees worry not over whether, but how to remove Biden. Then there are, of course, Biden's daily flubs, confusions, spaciness, and creepy outbursts that grow at a geometric rate. So there are only two things that can likely stop the re-election of Donald Trump. One is the obviously coordinated effort of four prosecutors, Bragg, James, Smith, and Willis, to rush to judgment and keep Trump in a courtroom all spring and summer, convict him and put him in jail before the November election. But that gambit is starting to unravel. Georgia prosecutor Fannie Willis will be taken off the case, if not disbarred or indicted herself. With her demise, her inflated indictment will likely not be taken up by surrogate partisans. Jack Smith's federal suit had been damaged by his obsessions with accelerating the trial for patently political purposes. Now, there is a growing asymmetry in the two special counsel's antithetical applications of the same law. Joe Biden's got a pass for taking out classified documents for a longer time, knowingly not reporting it, and putting them in less secure places than Mar-a-Lago, 
without an option to declassify them as accorded to a president. Letitia James's case, she's the uh, prosecutor in New York, has received the most legal rebuke given no other person has ever been so charged in New York for supposedly overstating real estate assets where there is no injured party. In Trump's case, no bank came forward to complain about the collateral Trump put up to secure loans given he paid the loans back in timely fashion and with profitable interest to the banks. Alvin Bragg dragged up a 2005 tryst and a 2016 non-disclosure agreement to claim a campaign finance violation in a fashion unimaginable for any candidate other than Trump. All the prosecutors are either registered Democrats or liberals or both. There are clear ethics violations that range from prosecutors running for office on promises to get Trump to coordinating their suits with the White House counsel of the January 6th committee. So, Trump may well find a way to be able to beat these patently weaponized indictments. The other only way Trump might lose is Trump himself. You see, he is being handed a rare gift with the Biden mental meltdown that will lead to even more damaging news cycles. The Democrat donor class and political elite are desperate to find some bizarre way to dump Biden and appoint a replacement either before, during, or after the convention. So all Trump has to do is three simple things. Number one, enjoy the Biden doom loop and do not interrupt it. Number two, do not say something weird or crazy enough to feed the left-wing media machine that is desperately searching for a way to stop the news of the Biden hemorrhaging. And number three, do not appear unpalatable or toxic to independents and moderates whose support could give Trump an extra 3 to 5% margin and with it some insurance over the inevitable Democrat edge in non-election day and thus less verifiable voting. Instead, in a 24-hour cycle, Trump violated all three canons. One, in lose-lose fashion, he asked rhetorically, where was Nikki Haley's husband? An attempt to fuel rumors of adultery surrounding her years as South Carolina governor? That only set him up for her answer when she made it clear her husband was patriotically serving his country abroad as a soldier. Next, Trump trolled his critics by claiming that he had once told a NATO ally that if any still persisted in refusing to meet its military spending obligations and still expected the U.S. to defend them, then he would tell the Russians to do whatever the hell they want, that's the quote, to any financially wayward NATO nation. Trump likely was trying to boast 
in art of the deal, hardball fashion, how he got NATO countries to up their defense spending or set it in trolling fashion to irk his perennial NATO Putin critics. But no matter. The media went crazy, and for a day, the country forgot Biden's news news. Such trolling disrupted the Biden freefall. It gave the media another shot at their hysterical mongering of, quote, how dare Trump say that, unquote. Sure, Nikki Haley is accusing Trump of being near senile, crazy, and dangerous, but he has to get even instead of getting mad by ignoring her since she is going nowhere in the primaries herself. Trump thinks his prior performance art, rhetorical threats to NATO, forced many of them to act in their self-interest and spend more on defense. And that may be true. But post facto bragging of the threats he used only fuels the media's old saw that Trump will destroy NATO and is Putin's puppet. Trump is sending a life raft to a drowning Biden while alienating millions of disenchanted and frightened Biden voters, especially independents, rhinos, and old blue dog Democrats who are all considering a Trump vote. Again, he may need them. Trump so far is doing his best to counter the lawfare of his enemies, but only he can stop himself from gifting Biden and hurting himself as he interrupts his enemies, even as they dig their holes even deeper. It's Victor Davis Hanson, and the article is entitled, there are only two things that can stop the re-election of Donald Trump. Now, coming up, um, coming up, we do have some the latest news on the uh, the shooting at the Kansas City Super Bowl parade. I also have some comments on the "He Gets Us" campaign that was uh, bought commercials on Super Bowl. And then we have some audio, some stuff that uh, the President Trump has been saying recently. And so that is all coming up as the Doc Washburn Show continues in mere moments. If you've tried to buy a car recently, you realize you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Auto comes in. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Auto wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. Red River Auto Group has perfected the online buying process. Just go to redriverauto.com and pick from hundreds of new and used vehicles. You can purchase a vehicle online if you have any questions. One of Red River's trained experts will help you through the whole process. Red River Auto makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door, no matter where you live in the continental U.S., 
RedRiverAuto.com. You'll be glad you did. I want to tell you about the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, migraines? The Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you. Let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas or C1, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks every spring all my life and migraines year-round. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away and the migraines went away for good. Whatever malady you're suffering from, do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation. They've helped so many people I know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number for your free consultation is 501-279-2009. If you're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. Click on the tab that says find a doctor near you, and I sure hope you can. You want to drop your big liberal cell phone carrier? Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, is a perfect solution. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage and uses the same towers the main carriers use. Patriot Mobile guarantees your coverage. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes, as well as multi-line users. And switching to Patriot Mobile usually only takes 15 to 20 minutes. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you shift your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Switching is easy. Just do what I did. Go to PatriotMobile.com. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. All right. Um, got a little bit of audio here from President Trump recently. A couple of things that he has uh, wanted to share with his audiences. Uh, first of all, he had some thoughts about Joe Biden. He actually did these crimes. Now, I'm not looking for anything to happen to this guy. He wouldn't know the difference. I mean, I don't think he even knows the difference. She goes, we are. That's like, There'll be no revenge. No revenge. Does everybody agree? No revenge. No revenge. Everybody disagrees. You know, it reminds me. When he first got elected in 2016, shortly after he was elected, he said, hey, uh, we're not going to investigate Hillary Clinton. We're not going to put her in jail. I was just saying that to try to get reelected. Uh, to get, I was just saying that to try to get elected. But, you know, it's one thing to promise while you're running, we're going to investigate Hillary Clinton. We're going to put her in jail. And then once you get elected, say, nah, well, I was just kidding. I was just you know, trying to get a few more votes. It's one thing to do that. But to announce beforehand in February 
when the election is not until November, that you're not going for revenge after Biden? I mean, how does that make sense? Clearly, his audience was not happy about that at all. Now, um, from the uh, Victor Davis Hansen article about what he said to a NATO country. They asked me that question. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. So he would encourage Russia to go after a NATO country who had gotten behind in paying the bills. Okay. Look, I, I'm, just, I'm just giving you what, what's out there. And then, very recently, President Trump said the following. This is about a minute and nine seconds. 60 billion with a B. They want to give him 60 billion more. And I said, wait a minute, do it this way. Loan them the money. If they can make it, they pay us back. If they can't make it, they don't have to pay us back. Loan them the money. Put it as a form of a loan. Why should you just hand it over to them? Do it as a form of a loan. I do that with athletes. They can't quite, you know, like a professional golfer, who I think is very good. They don't have any money, but they have a lot of talent. I'll say, here's the deal. I did it with a number of people. Here's the deal, what I want to do. Professional golfer. I play golf. I play very nice. Did you see the picture of me, the horrible picture with the stomach out to here? That was... So what I do is I'm putting up today a picture of me actually, what I actually look like, hitting a ball, smashing the freaking ball. And you'll see quite... I wouldn't say slim. I wouldn't say slim, but not bad. But the ball does go far. I would say it goes about nine times further than Biden can hit it nine times. He seemed to be kind of all over the road there. It's kind of hard to follow him. So anyway, um, you got Mark McKeithrin saying that um, the Democrats wanted Trump to be the nominee because if he's found guilty of a felony, Enough Republicans and independents have made it clear we wouldn't vote for him that there's no way for him to get elected. On the other hand, you got Victor Davis Hanson saying, look, dude, if you just shut up and let Biden self-destruct, then there's no way you can avoid getting elected. So I don't know. But, <laughs> well, no, I mean, both of those were compelling enough that I just, uh, I felt like I should uh, share those with you. Now, 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 uh, if you watch the Super Bowl, there was a big commercial about He Gets Us. The idea being that um, Jesus accepts people right where they are, doesn't demand that they change anything, and especially seems to be fond of left-wing politics. This is um, the commercial that the He Gets Us campaign spent millions of dollars on. 
And people actually believe the gospel have pointed out, well, now, wait a minute, this is, this is heresy. And, and it is heresy because the Bible's real clear. Somebody comes to you preaching a different Jesus than the one you have accepted, then he is to be cursed. And the Jesus of the He Gets Us campaign is definitely not the Jesus of the Bible. The Jesus of the He Gets Us campaign would not tell the woman caught in adultery after he had rescued her from the guys who want to stone her to death, he would not tell her, go and sin no more. That just isn't the way that the people who run the He Gets Us campaign want Jesus to be seen. They they don't want people to know that's the way he rolls. Matter of fact, uh, if you go to the He Gets Us campaign's website, you'll find out that a number of these people are not even Christians. And they have this quote-unquote ministry in which they find common cause with people who do call themselves Christians. Yeah, it's, well, no, it's just, it's very unfortunate. It's very unfortunate that they, and they got so much publicity at the uh, Super Bowl and commercials are all over uh, social media and YouTube and, and, and places like that. So that's messed up. All right, um, Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers only the second time a Super Bowl has ever gone into uh, overtime. The other time was when um, the Patriots came back from a 25-point deficit against the Falcons a few years ago, and uh, Tom Brady and company won in overtime. This time, Patrick Mahomes and company won in overtime. And so there was a Super Bowl parade in Kansas City on Wednesday, Valentine's Day, and somebody started shooting. Now, what would the FBI tell you to do if somebody started shooting? Well, run away and call the police. Don't try to stop him. Run away and call the police. And federal money, federal money is backing up a program to teach people to do exactly that, and it's out of Texas State University, but Texas State, Texas A&M and a bunch of other uh, public colleges and universities all over Texas are very much behind this. But I went to a uh, symposium, and, and I talked about this on my last episode entitled The FBI Wants to Get You Killed. Um, I went to a symposium a few months back at a, at a church in Little Rock, and an FBI agent was talking about the best thing you can do if there's an active shooter is to run away. She didn't mention and hope you don't get shot in the back, but nobody... Nobody should try to take this guy on. Nobody should try to shoot the shooter. Um, she lied about how low a percentage of people are able to stop active shooters, just regular concealed carry folks, or, or for that matter, open carry folks. 
It's way higher than she was willing to admit. So, lo and behold, there were hundreds of police officers at this Super Bowl parade today in Kansas City, but there are probably about a million people. And so, in seconds count, the police are a couple of minutes away. I want to play for you a uh, clip from the evening news of KETV in Wichita, Kansas. Because they had people at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. And um, they have a brief interview clip in here from the, uh, the hero that actually tackled the alleged shooter. Chaos in Kansas City during a day of celebration. People started crushing forward. Everybody started running. Crowds scramble for cover. I'm absolutely terrified right now. And honestly, I don't think I can handle going back to another parade for this. It's not worth my daughter's life. Gunfire hits nearly two dozen people, many of them children. An Omaha man helps tackle one of the suspects. We're fighting each other. You know, we're fighting him to keep down. He's fighting to get up. And that is Paul Contreras. Tonight, the Bellevue man is being hailed a hero for his actions after the mass shooting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Julie Cornell. I'm Rob McCartney. Tonight, we have learned the shooting killed a radio DJ. She was a mother of two. Also, a nearly a dozen children are recovering from gunshot wounds. KETV Newswatch 7's Bill Shammert has more about those victims in our live team coverage. First, Jessica Perez talked with Contreras right after he got home tonight. Jessica. Contreras says it was a split-second decision to tackle the man. He describes him as young but says he didn't get a good look at him because he was wearing a hoodie and face down. Now sitting on their front porch in Bellevue, Paul Contreras and his daughter Alyssa say they're still in shock. We went for, it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, you know, and to leave with, you know, another once-in-a-lifetime experience, but not a good one. Paul says as people left the Chiefs Super Bowl parade, he and his three daughters thought they heard fireworks, but it turned out to be gunfire. That's when he saw a man running and another chasing him, yelling for somebody to stop him. So he did. You can see Paul tackle the suspect and wrestle him to the ground before others jump in to help. As I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt. So when I see that hit the ground, I'm like, oh. You know, we got to take this guy down. It only took seconds for police to step in, but Paul says it felt like forever. The whole time he's fighting. He's fighting to, you know, get up and, and I didn't know if he had another weapon. Alyssa says it's sad to see a celebration turn to tragedy. Seeing the news and on the drive back, hearing the radio, it's like, wow, we were there. And hearing how many victims, it was like, we were right there, so close to it. But Paul says they won't be discouraged from attending other parades or events in the future. You can't be scared, you know. Not saying that you want it to happen, but there's always that chance, you know. I mean, it could happen at work, you know, anywhere, the grocery store. The Contreras family says their hearts go out to all the victims and their families. Jessica Perez, KTV News Watch 7. Again, the FBI and in all too many cases, local police definitely recommend against doing what Paul Contreras did. 
Well, you know, we're glad it turned out well, but we really don't recommend for uh, citizens armed or not to get involved in these uh, situations. Uh, by the way, we do have a little bit longer um, clip of the interview with the with the hero. One guy was hollering, saying, "You know, stop him, or catch him, you know, tackle him, whatever," and he's. Just, just bailing, running, and out of nowhere, I heard that guy hollering. So I'm just like, okay, well, I'm right here, and I just, I never think about it. It just a reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh. You know, we got to take this guy down. And so, like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. And it seemed like forever, but it probably wasn't. It was like 30 seconds holding him down, and me and the other gentleman are hollering at ongoers, you know, where's the cops? Where's, you know, get the cops over here. Get the cops over here. You know, we got them. And God bless him. I'm glad he did. See, that's, that's the right thing to do. Don't listen to the FBI. The FBI, which uh, wants you to just run. They don't want anybody to tackle them. No, just wait till the police get there. Just wait until the police get there. Don't tackle him. Don't shoot him. No, no. Big mistake. They're lying to us, you know? They're warning us. They're warning us that there are going to be copycat attacks of October 7th Israel in the USA. So you need to get your people trained. Yeah, trained to run away. Outrageous. By the way, uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, the guy with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, who's yelling at his coach and bumping him on the sidelines he was quoted today after the shooting at the uh, parade he said there needs to be more I think he means there need to be more strict gun laws especially when toddlers are dying we can't have that in our communities but I guarantee he's not going to let anybody ask him what kind of gun laws will stop murderers from killing people. Now, somebody responded with a, a link to an NBC News article. A Kansas City mother is accused of killing her infant by putting her in the oven. And this person, Alistair Janko, said, there need to be stricter oven laws, especially when babies are dying. We can't have that in our communities. And it goes on and on. Some things never change. Bernard Carrick, you remember him, used to be... Uh, Police chief New York City said, what a moron. Stricter gun laws will not prevent those toddlers from dying because the shooters aren't licensed gun owners. If you don't want that in your communities, then start locking people up for a change. You don't need stricter gun laws. You need to enforce the ones they have. That's true, but uh, Travis Kelsey, not that bright. 
We got more coming up straight ahead as the Doc Washer Show continues right here. Mike Lindell says, because of your amazing support for MyPillow 2.0, he's expanded MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. So he's clearing out his percale bed sheets by giving them to you at closeout prices. King size percale bed sheets, only $39 a set. Queen size, only $35 a set. Full size, $29 and twin size, just $25. Use promo code DWS to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime offer. Right now, Mike's biggest My Slippers closeout sale ever is on. Get Mike's all-season My Slippers and Sandals at clearance prices. Mike's all-season moccasin slippers are just $25. Mike's My Slippers Sandals are just $19.50. They're both made with Mike's patented impact gel that absorbs and relieves pressure so you can comfortably wear them all day long. Just use promo code DWS for huge discounts. Remember, DWS stands for Doc Washburn Show. MyPillow.com, quantities are extremely limited at these amazing prices, so please order now. Just use promo code DWS. You know, the great Ronald Reagan once said, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Have you thought about the benefits of investing in precious metals? Here are five profound benefits. Number one, investing in precious metals is a hedge against inflation. Number two, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Number three, asset liquidity. Number four, precious metals tend to be a store of value. They don't tend to depreciate over the long haul. And last but not least, number five, Precious metals can be a hedge against geopolitical uncertainty and the struggling U.S. dollar. Andrew Sorcini with Beverly Hills Precious Metals has been involved in gold and silver for over 40 years. Beverly Hills Precious Metals brings precious metals to the homes of everyday American citizens. Mike Flynn told us about them, and they are our gold buyer of choice. To find out more, just Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Make sure you ask about the general Mike Flynn silver coin. And tell them Doc Washburn sent you. Beverly Hills Precious Metals helps folks protect their finances, wealth, and investments. Let me ask you something. Why continue shopping big box stores if you can get the items you need from a family-owned company? Now you can get around this crazy inflation by shopping factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Americans are walking away from the big box conglomerates and deciding to buy only USA. Join with fellow patriots to cut off the cash flow of the big woke corporations that are trying to destroy our country. These products include fresh American-raised beef, raised in the Montana mountains near Yellowstone. This beef is known as never ever. Never has the animal ever been exposed to antibiotics, hormones, or vaccines. This prime or high-choice beef is shipped directly to your door. Pricing and availability is exclusive only to our members and isn't shipped anywhere else in the world. Let's start voting with our dollars to make sure our purchases are supporting companies that promote freedom. Email us at buyonlyusa at proton.me, and I'll have one of my guys contact you. Buyonlyusa at proton.me. All right, it's time for our Tweet of the Day, which is brought to you by RedRiverAuto.com. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom, to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV 
of your choice the way you want to online at redriverauto.com and to have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. Our tweet of the day is from the Babylon Bee, which is the premier satire website. And the tweet is entitled, Biden calls for the president to step down. Dateline Washington, D.C., after the shock of a special counsel report that characterized the president as mentally incompetent to stand trial, Biden has joined the growing course of voices in calling for the president to step down. Biden said to the nurse administering his daily medications, President Hoover needs to do the right thing. He's in over his head, can't even do his job right. Eisenhower is an honorable man, and he needs to do the honorable thing. I was speaking with Emperor Hirohito about it just last Saturday Wednesday. Blam Flibbernusset. At publishing time, Republicans had drafted a resolution in support of the president's call for the president to step down. That is the Babylon Bee, Biden calls for the president to step down. Our tweet of the day brought to you by RedRiverAuto.com, the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online at RedRiver.com and to have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA, RedRiverAuto.com. You've been listening to episode 427 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. If you have any questions for us, email us, contact at DocWashburnShow.com. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X, Senior Vice President, Engineering, IT, and Interoperability for the Doc Washburn Show. And that's the way it is. Thursday, February 15th, 2024.